I'm pretty sure that we are ready to go on Deep Breaths. Episode 46 of I Understood That Reference. Yeah, hello. Do you know what's funny, actually? I have confused myself multiple times at this point because every time I add it to the notes, I've put 46 in there. So 46 has been the number three times in a row. So I'm, I feel like this is the third time we're doing this one. I am very confused at this at this stage. <laughs> but I, I think you're right, though, because that's... This is actually 46. No, I'm, de- I'm definitely right because before I record an episode, <laughs> I look down at Apple, a podcast, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Ross, don't get the number wrong. Just don't get the number wrong. I, I, I didn't mean to suggest I don't trust your ability to check these things. I think it's just that I've confused myself because I think in advance, I like created a note and titled it episode 46. So then I created another one without realizing it, like then for today. So then I went back and I was like, wait, I've got two episode 46 is is it i'm like how many times have we recorded this i'm confused i'm confused but that's just me that's just clearly this portends that episode 46 is going to be the most spectacular robtacular rosmazing episode if i understood that Uh, reference uh, we've ever had maybe I depends. Is it the first forty six or the second forty six? Oh, just watch now. I was like, it turns out we're not recording any of this. We have no. to record episode forty six again. I mean, if we weren't recording any of this, we'd be doing people a serious favor. Am I right? I was about to. I was about to say. <laughs> oh, you missed out on so much. <laughs> was it good? Ah, <laughs> oh, the things we talked about. Oh, the, the laughs we had. Welcome to I Understood That Reference. I'm Ross. This is, of course, Rob. And um, we talk about comics and films and games and shite. And it's going to be really, really, like, probably super brief episode. I say that. Will it turn out to be one? Who knows? But at the moment, I don't have a whole lot planned. But I think Rob mysteriously hinted at a few things. So that's going to be exciting. And also, I have, like, another Tin whistle game for Rob later. Oh, the Tin Whistle. I bloody well, I live for the Tin Whistle at this stage. And you know what? I've graduated from using like the uh, actual tin whistle teams I found online <laughs> to creating my own tin whistle movie teams. Stop. Stop I, t- I tell you. In a week. In a w- <laughs> it was like three weeks at this point. But yes, <laughs> Sorry, in three actually. weeks I've done that. When you hear it, you'll be less impressed. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, because you've been teasing me with these cryptic messages of, oh, man. That'll, that'll be one and then wait until you hear that, 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 this kind of brimming with excitement he is so you know I'm looking forward to it quite frankly there is one in particular that I am like and you know when you're actually I'm actually happy with how it sounds again it'll probably sound awful on the podcast recording when I listen back but in my head it's going to sound fantastic so listeners stay tuned for that but uh, Rob how are you buddy how are you I'm doing well you know, just feeling tired. I was chanting, I was saying this to you earlier. Was really feeling the the the, the Zoom fatigue earlier after after a serious sequence of calls today. I have to say, delighted that this is audio only and not visual. It just takes the takes the weight of my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gawking at myself on the screen either. And you don't have to look at this guy who, after uh, however many months of lockdown, is not looking too hot, shall we? No, say. he's. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure if you know what he looks like. But he is—he is resorted. To, I don't know whether he's out of a place of desperation or just looking for a new sense of belonging, or he wanted to get to know himself a bit deeper. But he—he he shaved his legendary schmig. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where you were going with that, but I, I can guarantee you that is not where I thought you were taking this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I'm sure the closer I got to he shaved his, you were like, "Fuck! What is he saying here?" I, I, again, even at that stage, I was like, this is going to be some interesting jokey payoff. But no, you actually, yeah, I did. I shaved I shaved the, the small bit of shadow that was clinging to my chin for the last 16 years is now disappeared and leaving a youthful exuberance that was always below. Mm. The reaction from, you know, the, the, the sort of the, one of the core groups you put into it was quite, it was quite visceral. People were shocked, horrified. One person didn't realize you had a schmig in the first place. So, you know, a mixed, the whole gambit, really, of, of reactions. 
I'd say there was more than one person who didn't realize I had a schmig. Uh, uh, and to be fair, I've gotten very, very mixed and differing reactions to shaving this. The one person in particular, no, uh, Connor Fee, and you know who you are, uh, has been at me every, every single... From the same place as you are, Rob, strangely. He enough. is. He is indeed. Yo, Boyle. But every, <gasps> like, my birthday, pretty much every year, he's always just like... <laughs> Save your smig. <laughs> like for the last <laughs> 10 years, like so. He's <laughs> like, get rid of it. Yeah, I think um, yeah, you sent us a few photos, the befores and afters. You know, we've got a veritable schmigus board. Yeah, you had that planned. You <laughs> had that planned. I mean, I'll still give it to you. That was very good. Uh, it's a very satisfying word to say, schmig. It makes you, it's like Swedish sounding or something. I don't know why. That's why I went with the board edition. From Ikea, yeah. Put up yeah, the, yeah. You put up your schmig. <laughs> assemble this Valka Schmig and it's ah, just you, you said that very nice I liked the way you said that yeah <laughs> time for this podcast to fucking go like number one in, in goddamn Sweden for a while like it did in uh... <laughs> about time it's <laughs> been my target that's... market for, for weeks yeah. the Swedes Willkommen till Saya that's how we oh, kind of oh god no that was, that was German that, of anything no it was that was welcome to Sweden in butchered Swedish so I can understand <laughs> where the where the German link came from. Anywho. <laughs> Yo, this is a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. I know you you thought I had a lot planned. That was my segment to talk about schmigs. That, that's, that's, the mighty schmigs. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, we can do a whole, a whole series of this if you want. Just tracing Ross's shadow. We're not going to do that. <laughs> tracing, tracing his shadow. See, you can't say the word shadow without me immediately thinking of your scampery shadowiness in that alleyway that time. So you can't you can't be referencing other sort of little character quirks that relate to you. So now, now I'm very confused. Maybe you were led by the schmig. Something, something, you talked about that recently, that story. And it actually inspired something that is going to come up later on. So oh, uh, I'll hit upon it when we get God. there. Anyway, sure, we'll, we'll dive into some some semblance of a, an episode or a <laughs> bit of structure. Podcast. Um, God, this is seven minutes of absolute drivel. <laughs> but are we, are we surprised? Uh, it, it's like you know when you're doing an exam paper, you're trying to you're trying to hit a word count in a project, <laughs> and you're you're just rambling <laughs> constantly to get to us. Oh my That's god! That's amazing. It was like an essay question answer in an exam. It's, it's all like this, <laughs> and then a paragraph at the end, which just summarizes this again. Um, it's like that young fe- it's like that amazing meme and I'll leave it at this you know the young fella and it's like a video from the 90s or something and he's just he's like really this 7 or 8 year old kid just trying to describe like his just his his his, his faith in, in in his pursuit in life he's just like don't you know when you find in the things when you're going and you know that the things that you can do when you're good and then you can maybe get that there and then maybe you can do anything <laughs> and it goes and like that's a that's a that's a shortened version of the original, I must say. And it is incredible footage. It's so well known in the Vine meme sphere yeah. that there's this jazz penis that has actually written a very catchy tune that maps to every word and little beat and murmur that the little fella says. It's, oh, maybe we should just watch that instead of doing this. <laughs> just for 30 minutes. Just for 30 minutes of us watching that. Mm. No, let's so. Let's jump into a topic. I'm going to ask you, Rob, very, very quickly we'll talk about this because I have a specific reason for this. Oh. What games... Or what is there a specific game you think over lockdown that you've kind of played more than you usually would? Or is there a game you want to talk about that kind of got you through lockdown? Or like, is there, What are your thoughts? Because I have one specific one that I do want to talk about, but I want to hear uh, what you have to say first. Here's what I will say. I, you know, I have a couple of examples, but I'm not going to pick one that we need to dwell too long on because I know you're, 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 you're itching. You're eager to dive into your example, whatever I write in saying that. Oh, you're 100% right. And you can join me on that because obviously you play it as well. So <laughs> I do. we're absolutely fine. Um, I, look, we'll get to yours in a sec, I suppose, then. Uh, my, I think what I tried to do is, and this is this just it kind, of, it kind of goes back to how fussy I am when it comes to big open world story games. But I actually, sort of over the Christmas period in particular, I dived right back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, and I can't remember what prompted it, but with those you know sort of sprawling games, I always find that I get stressed and overwhelmed when I feel like there's so much to do. And I get, it be, if I feel like I'm getting a bit directionless or I lose a bit of interest, then I'll park it and I'll end up parking it for weeks. And then I can't justify going back into it until like I've caught myself up on what the story was and the things that I'd done beforehand. So like I'll rewatch the cutscenes religiously on YouTube to just get a reference point of, wait, why am I going on this mission again? 
So I managed to drag myself through about two and a half hours of cutscenes over Christmas to then fully dive into the game. And I have to say, like, it's a really fun sort of era and aesthetic for um, for Assassin's Creed. I think it suits it. That kind of swords and sandals. You you can you can you can man your or you can woman your uh, your your own <laughs> ship and go to. Uh, Which one is Odyssey? Odyssey is the Greek one. It's set in ancient Greece. So it's like 300 BC, I think, is the kind of era we're talking about here. Um, it's really good. And uh, there's kind of... They kind of set this up, this cool mechanic, where you can pick either the brother or the sister of this family, and the family are, are uh, descendants, or their grandchildren of Leonidas, who is the guy from 300 Leonidas and uh, the, the 300 Spartans. So there's some fun lore that they have fun with there. And the world is absolutely sprawling. Every time I open the map, I go, "Oh Jesus Christ! Look at the size of this place!" But it's good fun. Um, and I kind of it's at that point where Assassin's Creed has has pivoted to more of a role playing game. I think there's there's more, there's far more to it. All the weapons can be sort of le- you can get leveled up weapons and armor and abilities and things like that. So it's far more complex than the core first sort of few in the series were. Um, but it's good. And I'm trying to... And where does that... I'm trying to place... Is that before... Is it Bayak who's the main character in one of them? Is that Assassin's Creed? Uh, that must be Origins then, which I haven't Origins, played. Origins, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's in between... This one sits between Valhalla and Origins in the... Certainly from a release standpoint. Oh, so this is essentially the the almost the newest. Almost. Almost. But not quite. Ah, okay. I've heard great things about it. Amazing things about it, actually. Oh, it's it's considered, I think, the best one... Bef- up since what was it oh Black Flag the, where you're a pirate which was obviously class they basically made a pirate game and you have a ship and everything don't you yeah, oh, yeah that one was that, that was the one that really well actually I think Assassin's Creed 3 really kickstarted this sort of ship naval battle mechanic and then they just went full gung ho into that for the one after that which was Black Flag number 4 and, and it was it was incredible like it was just really good fun tongue in cheek didn't take this the Assassin's lore too seriously it was a bit self-aware, so like they kind of really hit their stride with that one, and then it got so muddled for years with all these other this weird one in France and then in London and a lot of missed opportunities. But I think then they set they started to fall into a good place with Origins, and then by Odyssey they were they were really parent back on form. You know, I really I feel like I need to give. So I played Assassin's Creed One and Two, and I know Black Flag was one of the free games at the PS Plus. But I feel like I need to play them more. I definitely don't didn't give them enough time they deserve because I've heard that new one is excellent. The Valhalla one? No, sorry, not Valhalla. The one you're talking about, Odyssey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. It's good fun. Like, and isn't isn't there? And I think it's Origins again, where they actually had like the, the the levels are so intricate and detailed, where they actually just had like a a world like study history mode. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's in this as well. It's unbelievable, and you can create your own missions, and get, and then other players can come across them and play them as well. Oh really? In the world. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 completely overwhelming the scale of it. Like it's actually oh. outrageous. It, but it is an open world, isn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Because I was very, t- I was actually very tempted to get the Odyssey one. Because again, I've had a few people specifically highlight this one as being a fantastic game. And like, like we said before about open world games, they're usually not my thing. But what I will highlight is that over the lockdown, and again now that we're back in another sort of lockdown, I kind of want a game that like kind of sucks me up and suck. That sounds weird. That sucks <laughs> all my time and takes, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> That's for the VR head. Sorry, never mind. Oh Jesus! I think it's well worth. It. Yeah, it was one of those ones where um we I I think you know I think over the Christmas period as well we we weren't doing as much multiplayer. You know, you're spending time with your family as best you can, that kind of thing. Mm. But then every now and again, I disappear upstairs for a couple of hours at night before I'm going to bed <laughs> at night, and I'd uh, you know get my Greek on as they say. I'm like, where have we taken this? Where what, where have you what, taken? T- it? What turn has this taken that this is how? Assassin's Creed is. <laughs> it's it's my uh, it's my um my 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 COVID odyssey, you could say. Jesus, it's your nat your natural uh, inclination. Yeah, I'd be very tempted to actually get to get that one because give yeah, it a I go. Feel, yeah, I feel like I do need to give them. And like you highlighted, it is more when they turn more much more towards the kind of RPG exploration thing as opposed to just Arkham Asylum in 
assassination mode like you know yeah and i think they, they, they've they made the combat a bit more challenging in the sense that like the guys have health bars so you can't just uh, you can't just counter and then assassinate everybody just one by one like there's multiple people attacking you at one time so like you know if you're being attacked you could be in the middle of like a combo move but then you have to cancel it to like block like another one coming in so there's a lot of that so it makes it it does make it more challenging um because you know the first one particularly the second one like it was great <laughs> yeah but like you could just it could be 20 people surrounding you all with like axes and swords and stuff and you just they just attack one at a time you counter bosh god it, it, it was just it was too easy because like i said it was that it was that uh arkham asylum just wrote kind of press counter hit tumble tumble counter. tumble counter punch yeah. tumble 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 counter punch zipline batman and i look i love so i'm, I'm gonna say something highly controversial here oh. but I'm not a huge... I mean, maybe I didn't give enough time. I'm not a huge fan of the Arkham City game. I love Arkham Asylum. I think it's brilliant. I think the claustrophobic settings and all that suit it so Suits well. It, yeah. But the Arkham City one, I'm not sure. There's something about it I just couldn't... I don't know. It didn't... It, I don't I'm know. It just didn't lend it. Ah, well, there you... Well, yeah. You can't <laughs> refute it. So, look. I can't. I can't contest it. I, I almost feel bad as if like I feel like Arkham City should be here to defend itself. But no, I'm just, I don't know. I, I love Arkham Asylum and the kind of, it's very much corridors and small confined areas, which the kind of Batman idea is you is very good for. Like, you know. Mm, slinking about. Slinking about like a little batty man. Little batty man. Like, like a little batty man. Yeah, but tell us, what's this big, you're sitting on, you're sitting on something here, a big, a big, a big reveal of a game you want to divulge. Give it to me straight. So, Rob, you already know what this is. And again, you know this because we would play it quite frequently at the same mm. time. Because it's a oh, big yeah, multiplayer yeah. game. And it is Rocket League. Oh, Christ. And you actually played this game like years before I did. You were kind of one of the one of the original takers. Early adopters. Was early air that's the word. Original takers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very different thing altogether. <laughs> Good lord. Good lord, Ross. That's not the phrase. That's never been the phrase. <laughs> oh, it is for something. <laughs> well it is, yeah. Maybe not for Rocket League. But I just I fucking love and I'm not I hate to swear, but I fucking love this game. It's such a for the specifically for the lockdown and for all the kind of sadness and downness that's going on that game is just such a good vibe good feel good vibrations game isn't it <laughs> i love enthusiasm oh I, no i totally agree so like it's free to play now and, and if for, you know for people who don't know what it is it's just uh rocket soccer with no rocket car soccer i should say which i think there was a precursor to this game that it's kind of much unheard of that was literally called rocket powered rocket powered soccer cars was actually the name of the game or something like that yeah but it's it's this it's the same makers like it's the same oh it is 100 percent psionics or whatever they're called and um, it's free to play now i got it when it was a monthly game of the month uh, monthly game of the month a free monthly game on playstation the playstation store or whatever but that was years ago that was five or six years ago at this point and it's still like you got a huge player base, even more so again. Actually, the player base has been rejuvenated because they made it free to play at the end of the year there. But it's very simple. It's very it's very easy to pick up and play, but um, difficult to master, which I think is the beauty of it. You'll, you'll always find yourself kind of slowly improving. And like they keep they keep changing the modes. So actually, just as of like either yesterday or the day before yesterday, there is an NFL mode to obviously yeah, go yeah, to yeah. Super Bowl. And there's like for Christmas there is an ice hockey mode where the ball turns into a puck. And there's like a rumble mode which has like power ups and yada yada yada. And like you can have the music playing in the background. And it's by Monster Cat and it's so upbeat. And they have like playing with the boys and all that from Top Gun in it. And like. A lot of the cars are from like licensed 80s movies. So there's the Ecto-1, there's the uh, DeLorean from Back to the Future. There's like loads of cool stuff like that in it that just make it kind of enjoyable and really good. But obviously, look, the whole thing about it is that you play teams of three or four and we'd always be on the headset. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is, is well, the main reason, I guess, is twofold. So the first one is because it really highlights the difference when a game uses that freemium model compared to when the game is, is actually just pay for, you know, it's a game you pay for and you play. Oh, which yeah, it was yeah. for us for many, many years. And we played mm. it for ages and we kind of had loads of crack and it's all fun. And there's one or two moments when you come into contact with other actual players online. Sometimes they say like little kind of interesting things, but not too much. But since it became free to play, 
holy Jesus, the absolute hilarious situations, man, that we have been in with people online. It, like, every time we go on, there's some kind of hilarious misadventure or hilarious story to deal with while we play. Oh, they're the mouthiest pack of gamers I've experienced in a while. And it's amazing, because so... The background is you can't you can't speak to the teams over your headset, so there's this very crude sort of text chat that you can do. But like if you're using a controller, it's it's slow typing it in. Yeah. So there's these amazing pauses between like insults and obviously there's a there's like a profanity filter on the, the text as it appears, so you have to be very creative with how you spell things out for it to you know, if you want to get your message across, I should say. But there's nothing better than you know, when one team is particularly bad and then they're just giving out stink at you because they're saying, like, you're cheating or, like, they're carrying a load of bots on their team and that, you know, their teammates are useless or they're hammering you and you claw back against their lead and you take the... Oh, is there anything more immeasurably satisfying than snatching a win from those <laughs> from those backers? But even funnier is that when somebody on your own team... Like maybe a random player you're put with, there's only two of you, when one of them turns on you and you're like infighting with your own team in the chat for everyone to see as you're also trying to play a game. So me and Rob, uh, just I believe it was before Christmas there, we're, we're playing a team and they were kind of like, uh, first we were 2-0 up, then they came back to be like 4-2. So our team members started just going like, oh, you guys are shy, you guys are shy. And it's like oh, saying... Yeah, yeah. Was it suck your mums or something? <laughs> so obviously that was enough to infuriate me and Rob and get us going like, all right, let's do this. And we went back to win like 6-4 or whatever it was that we scored all the goals. And the guy at the end was just like, 1v1 me, 1v1 me. And we were just like egging him on, being like, yeah, come on, let's go, let's go. So actually, actually, no. <laughs> we were just like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. We were like, how how do we how do we 1v1? He's like, you gotta how do, do this. We- how do you not know? I was like, okay do i do this and he was just like he was so eager to just like prove himself because he he was he was he was mouthing out he was, oh he's giving out stink for ages only to be bested on the field nothing better but again he was with us like bear in mind there was another team just being like what is what is this that's happening suck your mums suck your mums <laughs> And this was just like a like a just a regular just old game, and like just stuff like that happens every time. That you kind of, in a way, it adds to the experience because it makes you get either pissed off or more more wanting to win. To be like, yeah. well, well, take that, buddy. Even if you're on my own team, or has the reverse effect when you're instantly like, I want us to lose. Oh, so you yeah. almost like play against your own team. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's funny stuff. Like, and it's, I always like it's funny how there's another stranger somewhere on the planet. That's that's doing that. Like you don't know where they are. Yeah. All you see is this little cartoony car that that represents their personality. <laughs> this is who they are, as they're saying. Suck your mums. Oh man, no. Some of my, some of my funniest moments in that game is has been when people have tried to be creative with, like, you know, conveying an insult. But obviously, there's a language filter. Like, there's a profanity filter. So how do you get around that? And back in certainly in the earlier days, in the first year or so when I had the game, one of the purest insults I have ever gotten. <laughs> I was playing with our friend Carl. I was playing with our friend Carl and uh, another uh, friend of ours, Shane, um, who was he was based in San Fran these days. That's, but that's besides the point. But we were absolutely hocking this team in a 3v3. And I think at one point we scored a goal and I just simply typed lol into the chat just to wind them up. Only for one of the opponents to reply quite beautifully with a simple, simple line, get so, which was so so grim like, I, like isn't it amazing the venom you can get from people over a little game like i but it's a game where you're shocked me like because he had to, that was his creative solution to getting around the filter as well but you're in cars you're in cars trying to score goals with a big ball and like this guy felt so much of his emotion into it that he came out with a phrase like that. And I, yeah, I remember you were telling me. I'm like, what, what is going through that lad's head? I know. <laughs> oh, dark stuff, but funny. But but and I was about to say when I hear that kind of stuff, it instantly like that you would usually turn me off again. But the game is so just fun. 
It's That's so good. pure and the music is so upbeat. The music is right up your street. It's that bloody synth wavy poppity boopity shibbity bobbity. It's just like Ross. Every time, if ever we join a party, Ross is just already singing the songs. That's typically how it. Oh, it plays I mean, out. listen. Love oh. true tonight. Anyway, um, it's just amazing because it's and like because again, I would usually be turned off by those games if I hear there's loads of lads being assholes on it. But this is so kind of pure and enjoyable and it's the upbeat that it's just, I don't know, it's the perfect, that's why I really wanted to cover it today because if people, you can cross-play if you have a Switch or a PS4. I played with people on PCs, I played with people on Switches. Another podcast, the uh, Le Meanderthals, Hefty is one of the guys in it. He was like rubbing in my face because he got a fucking tournament winner badge thingy. And yeah, I'm like, okay, think? good for you. What the heck is right? But it's just that cool kind of thing you can play cross-play and you can play with loads of different people and I don't know, I think it's, it's a game that almost doesn't get the recognition it deserves because it's lost among the whole Fortnite, Call of Duty and all that. And I'm like, we've had so many great nights mm. just playing that game. I think there's an element of, I think that's why they meant the, to the free-to-play option. It's more lucrative these days for games like that. Because, you know, quick pick up and play, you kind of, you, if you roll people in, it's far more of a, it's far lower an investment just to download the game for free and then potentially spend money versus weighing the risk of, because they're only charging like 10 or 15 quid for it at this stage anyway. So, you know, it was in their best interest, I think. So I think the, the player base is, is massively going up again. Oh yeah, I think, you know, and it's funny because whenever I, you know, if you were to look up like, you know, the best sort of couch play games, play with your friends, you know, or something like that, this one like tops the list basically every time. It's great. Yeah, it's great. But anyway, enough about, enough bloody well fan in the flames of Psyonix and their fucking game. We should, I don't, we're not even sponsored by these feckers. No, although we could not be. yet. Anyway, so then Rob, um, I know I have a, a game set up for you, but is there anything else you want to you wanna cover before we jump in? Yeah, let's, let's talk about some little bits. Little bits. So I'm going re- to I'm gonna, I'm gonna read out a sentence to you and I want to see how you react. This is from the news. Okay, here we go. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Jason Reitman says his father cried and was so proud after watching new sequel. Thoughts? Oh, well, that's that's pretty cool. So. Oh, what? You believe him? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I, I obviously don't. I mean, that's like, why would he, like? I, unless he hated it, he just like started crying. Oh, he, you know, my dad really likes it, and he's just like, my. You've film. destroyed the franchise. What Again. You, my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> like I, th- I thought I'd witnessed enough with the last one, but we are still dragging its corpse up to stand on it. Uh, look, that's realistically he didn't cry, but I, I hope that film's good. I really hope it is. I, I don't think Ghostbusters should be a franchise they bring back. I think it should just be done. I'm happy. The first film is amazing. You know how much I love the film. It's probably my favorite film of all time. Fair. Hate the second. Well, I don't hate the second one, but com- in comparison to the first, it's nowhere near as good. Uh, yeah, I just don't think. I just think you should leave it. Just it's done. It's fine. It it Dead is birds. what it is. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, what what is what is this one about? Where does it fall in the continuity? Because it's this is supposed to technically be a sequel to which of the? It is actually set after Ghostbusters two. The original cast uh, are mostly back, obviously, apart from poor old uh, Egon, who unfortunately has passed away mm. in real life. So it's going to be set after that. Uh, Paul Rudd's going to be in it. The kid oh, yeah. from Stranger Things and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm just. I don't know, man. I like, like I said, I'm constantly going to hold it in comparison to the original. So it's never going to win that battle, even if it's amazing. It's never going to win that battle. So like, look, I want it to be good. I do want it to be good, but I don't know. I just don't. I'm, I'm never going to be fully like, yeah, I love it because it's always going to have that fight. It's always going to have that battle to do. Mm, and I, I wonder, you know, not to. I think you know. Jason Reitman's very capable I think one of, obviously Juno the big one but I love oh, I think Up in the Air is really good I just don't know if hit that style even going by the trailer I was like is this gonna gel with the the wacky zany original stuff I think that's what people loved in the first two just seems like a bit of a leap that's all I'm saying to go from this is my legacy to oh you've taken a different approach and I'm crying you know it's kind of at odds with the way the movies are made in in a weird way, I think the way those movies are made is they don't. I, I just I don't mean like they don't make movies like them anymore. I just mean that style of film is not done anymore because 
like there's never films with such a like a deft touch of comedy that it's not in your face slapstick i mean again the the, the ghostbusters remake is a perfect example the humor is all slapstick loud in your face grotesque there's like people getting sick and yeah yeah it's like they don't do that kind of let's treat this story as if it's just real but just have subtle deft comedy throughout like i just don't think that style of film is done anymore so i'm very intrigued to see what kind of a slant is taken on this and the the original trailer looked a bit but i know what you think i don't know i have no horse in this race at all i just i just i I just saw that that headline i was like you click how dare you try and rope me in and i clicked on it god damn it i went for it i mean you were baited oh massively um, all right, what else, we, what else we got? I'm sure it'll be adequate um, for people who have no allegiance to Ghostbusters. Oh, I'm, I'm very I'm sure it'll be v- perfectly adequate. Perfectly um, I, adequate. I, that I can guarantee. Yeah, yeah, nothing groundbreaking. I also wanted to chat about the bloody trailer for uh, Godzilla and King Kong was released recently. I'm glad you brought this up. I was actually like, will I bring this up or not? I kind of wanted to chat about this one. This is kind of a fun trailer that we have. We haven't got one of these in a while. So I wanted to... What are your... Come here, what are you what are you thinking? What are you thinking about this? What are you So I haven't I have I haven't seen Kong. Have, have Sco- you? The, the Skull Island one. Yes. Yeah, I saw it in the cinema in Dublin actually, weirdly. Oh. When it came out. Yeah, man. Is it worth a watch? Um Oh I mean what is watchable these days? Really? <laughs> Jesus. Uh I'd give it an old lash. I think it's a bit of there's some fun bits in it. I, it depends if you're... I think it's one of those things that it's it's very low investment watching and if you just want one of those bit of... I fancy a bit of a sort of a sci-fi spectacle kind of a thing. You know when you're in the mood for something like that? Yeah, and like leave your brain at the door kind of Absolutely. thing. It's not deep thinking like... yeah. Like there's a lot of parts of it that don't make sense and that you won't buy. Like Tom Hiddleston, you know, who's a great actor, but him in his very sort of slim, lied self trying to pass off as this butch, gruff, like former uk british special forces soldier i just i never i didn't buy it for a second and he they introduced his character as this guy who goes oh you know uh yeah i'll go but i'll need this amount of money and if i survive you pay me double like what doesn't even make any sense so if he goes to die they somehow pay him a certain amount but if he if he goes and comes back (laughs) they owe him twice the amount that if he died yeah, it's like I feel. I feel like we're just paying you double. Then you're saying we have an obligation to pay you when you're dead. Is basically what you're yeah, saying. There's, there's no way we can just pay you the agreed amount. Then is what. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what you're saying to us here. <laughs> this is a weird contract to write, sir. But look, there's but there's some really there's some fun action beats in the movie. I mean, I know that like from a from just a staging setup, they don't really make sense how this happened. But um, it it looks cool, and there's some you know it's menacing, and it's a very harmless sort of monster romp i would say certainly more watchable than godzilla king of monsters which kind of goes all over the bloody place so i did is king of monsters the the most recent one or the one before the most recent one so i think the order as it relates to this monster universe is godzilla then kong skull island then godzilla king of monsters and now this one which is godzilla versus kong or king kong or whatever okay, because i was not mad on that original godzilla film either yeah, the trailer was absolutely amazing, and then you realised, God, you yes, barely, you that trailer with the guys jumping in. Oh yeah, they're they're doing the halo jump. Yes, the halo jump from Mission Impossible. Yeah, so it was Tom Cruise. He was believable, but they were like, we gotta take him because he beat Godzilla. That was the they had to get rid of him. But I think the whole point is like, oh, they did such a good job with the with the teaser trailer just to tease what Godzilla will be like, and then you realise for the actual film, they literally just tease what Godzilla will be like. You barely saw. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not in this film. He was always shrouded in smoke. You'd see a little bit of him. You'd see a tail whipping through the air. Like, okay, you've been teasing us for an hour and a half about this with this bloody monster. Give us a give us a look at the guy, for God's sake. So I think that's what soured people. People liked the atmosphere and the style and the scale of it. It was very grounded and like you really got. To, you remember when we were talking about slow? How you how you make scale look look massive and epic? It's about the. The speed and the movement is very important. And yes. The, all of that was in place, but you just didn't get enough monster action. And they went fucking hell for leather 
with the king and <laughs> king versus Jesus, Mary and Joseph. The next one was just Get like how many monsters? Okay, people didn't like that. There was no one. How many monsters? More into this one? More. <laughs> more, more monsters. We've run out of monsters. Make I don't know. Fucking make one up. I, like what? <laughs> make it look like a fucking mammoth, a big mammoth or something. Just stick We've him run in. Run out of monsters. I don't want to fucking hear that bullshit. You, you get me more monsters. <laughs> Where's my monster guy? Where's border, my monster right? guy? <laughs> Get much on the line. Get much on the line. <laughs> did you see that latest one, the king, of the, the king of the monsters? I, I, I did. I've seen bits of it. I didn't see it because I don't know. It looked a little bit, it looked a little bit much to me. And again, I didn't like that the first one. So I was just like, nah. Yeah, I can see how that that that. But this one, I think the Kong stuff looks fun. I think it's silly because King Kong is stupidly massive. And I've seen like there's great commentary around like. Well, this Kong now ha- it has grown to this point where he's big enough to fight this massive Godzilla. But now we can't get the iconic him climbing on a building, like the yeah. Empire, because he is the size of the Empire State Building at this point. Like this yeah. is this is this is a, this is just the this is how movies have evolved in Hollywood. Just like everything has to be bigger. It has to be bigger. That's our only solve. If there's a problem with something, just like ah, just I don't know, make it bigger. Yeah, like like everybody like envisions these fights. How would it work? Oh, ignore all that. He's just the same size as him. <laughs> yeah. but that's but he's not he is now but oh then, yeah yeah then it could be why doesn't like why doesn't fireman sam fight godzilla and he's the size of godzilla as well like i mean if that's i watched that's that a big caveat <laughs> um i think there's element of you know i think they, they make sort of these these sort of conservative sort of or like you know they, 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 there's this give and take where they're like okay we're going to prioritize in making this for the sense of spectacle regardless of whether it's in continuity or it makes sense or they're the same height as they were before or any, you know, they're just, they're just do whatever they want. They're just going to do what they want. But it's the universe thing. It's the, the ad, because now everybody has to have this adherence to a universe. Look, I'm going to be honest. It's probably coming across. I am not very enthused by this Godzilla versus Kong <laughs> film and all. This is the, the surprise and the chagrin of no one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it'll be good. I'm just saying I'll probably watch it because I always, I always, I think the King Kong stuff is funny, but uh, or entertaining, or maybe I don't know. It'll probably be terrible. And those and like the whole even Alien versus Predator, it's just the idea that is attractive, isn't it? Like it's an attractive conceit. Oh yeah. A character you know from one film who's the kind of big one is going to take on a character who's going to win. It's clearly Mecha Godzilla, not Godzilla, because Kong is going to beat him, and that's going to be the conceit that it's not really Godzilla. But who knows, guys? Yeah, well, I think it, some people have already they freeze framed bits from that you can literally see a robotic Godzilla in the background. Like that's, yes, yeah, yeah, it's there. So I think what'll happen is, and we can we can script this out. It's going to be just like the standard fights where there's where the two heroes fight, they reconcile and then they team up together. So it'll be like Godzilla versus King Kong, and they're like, I'm going to fight you because ooh, I don't like you. You're on the, you're on my boat. Get off my boat. He fights him. And then they come to an agreement like, Jesus, that fella's an awful lot bigger than us. We should take him down together. Let's let's team up. And he's a robot, by the way. I feel like now it's a humans. Humans are a real enemy. That's what <laughs> I find. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've built a robot. Yeah. Even though we're huge hulking monsters of destruction. And Kong, you literally just grew from a smaller ape to an even bigger ape. It's so it's clearly <laughs> a threat to humanity. But I feel like they're still the bad guys here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but look, I want to move on now to this hilarious that I find segment where, well, let's see, I'll describe it in, in a few words. Firstly, it's called Tonally a Nondescript. I'm so glad you kept that. That's... Oh, this is, that's sticking, don't you worry about it. I'm very <laughs> proud of that. This is where I present Rob with five very poor movie descriptions that I penned myself and five tin whistle themed movie teams and rob has to first guess the film and then yes. put them all together to see which team and which description fits the movie do, 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 do. this is high concept folks this oh, is yeah, high yeah. concept so what i will do is first i will go through the five poor film descriptions and okay. then i will go through the five movie team tunes i'm ready are you ready rob oh <laughs> Okay, so descriptions first. A movable object steps up. Oh, okay. Okay, second. Flying man uses cruise control. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Farmer overthrows his universe's power structure. Four. Holiday mix-up 
lacks presence. And lastly, small cat is scarred for life. Okay, so there are poor movie descriptions. And, uh, oh, okay. Hoo-ha, hoo-ha, here we okay. go. Okay. Here's the tricky, the tricky part. I think I know. T- I think I recognize. I think I could piece together two films from that, but they'd be guesses. But uh, the themes hopefully will will fill in the blanks here. They certainly will. Okay, Rob. Here we go. Then it's yes. going to play five in a row. Okay, so oh Jesus. So that's one. <laughs> oh, that was the one. Oh, I thought that was two. Okay. Second one. This is this is the one I came up with myself, and this is not great, but we'll just go with it. <laughs> yep, that's not great, but it's look. I came up with it myself, guys. You did. Number three. This is tough. I'm leaning in here. And lastly, the one that I love, I love this, is number five, okay? Okay. Oh, thank God. I I immediately recognized that one. Well done. The last one was very effective. I really like that last one. So there's so the, your five tin whistle tunes. Thank you. And your five descriptions. Whichever ones you want me to go over again. So I, c- I can immediately connect the dots on two. So f- Flying Man goes into cruise control is that's top gun and it matches the last <laughs> <laughs> it matches the last one you just played. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy with that one. So happy, man. Oh. And if I'm right in saying I mean, <laughs> I credit where credit's due. Oh. It sounds spot on. Like, I, I got it. I'm, the first two two or three notes in, I was like, ah, there it is. Happy with that. So I'm pretty sure one of them uh, was the Lion King. It was like yeah, small, indeed cat, it was. small Cat Scar for Life. Yes. And I thought I heard Can You Feel the Love Tonight in the first tune. That you could indeed, yes. There you go. That's Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Nice. Okay, so that's two down. So we made a bit of progress. Okay, so can you give so, me the three remaining descriptions again? There was something about an immovable object. An immovable object steps up. Farmer overthrows universe's power structure. And holiday mix-up lacks presence. Holiday mix-up la- lacks presence. And do you want me to go over? I mean, there's one of them. I think you should probably know one of the one of the uh, teams. Okay, yeah. Go over the themes again for me. Oh yeah, yeah. I converted for you. Okay, so Star Wars. Yes, that's correct. And that that, that was for the the farmer overthrows the universe. That was yes. my that was my that, <laughs> that was my correct. that was my assumption with the farmer one. I was like, which theme though did that tie to? Okay, so then these are the two tricky ones. So the one I made up myself, which is terrible. Any ideas at all what the film is? It sounds familiar to be fair, but I can't pinpoint it. And that's also because none of the descriptions have also jumped out at me as a movie, so I'm, that's, I'm struggling. <laughs> okay, and I'll go for the other one again then. Uh... So the two descriptions are an immovable object steps up so they're thinking about what an immovable object would be and why would something step up and then a holiday mix-up lacks presence. I'm assuming, based on the theme and the description, that am I right in saying Home Alone? That's my, <laughs> oh, 
you're so close. It's it's not correct, but you got the you got the the the, the theme. holiday right and all that. Shall we say? Uh, okay, so it's not Home Alone. No, and remember, this is the part earlier when I said me scampering out of the alleyway made me think of this a film that we talked about. Oh, sorry. This is uh, yeah. Okay, it has to be the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, that is it. And that was the that was the that was the 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 the, the latter theme you played for me. I think there was it. Yeah, that was yeah. Give me that. Yeah. And do you know which description it was? It's the one that the holiday makes a black's presence. Yes. So presence is also presence and presence, as in like giving. Yeah. I thought so. That's I see. That's why that Home Alone <laughs> he was lacking the presence of his parents. I thought that was the. Uh, and it was a holiday mix-up as well. So that was. Uh, uh, I uh, I mean technically I was right on both counts. If you're gonna give, yeah, you're I'll give it to you. <laughs> so you have one more, and that's an, an immovable object steps up. <sighs> Fuck it. Oh, this is not... The problem is is that all I can think of is Bloody the Dark Knight when he goes in unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Yeah. And I can't look past that, but that doesn't sound like the music. Can you give me a hint? I'll give you a hint. So an immovable object would be what? Okay, so then let's see. You're caught between a, something and a hard place. Oh, a rock and a hard place. The 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 rock? So the immovable, the immovable object <laughs> is a rock, yes. So it's rock. <laughs> Steps. The rock... You're gonna have to give it to me, man. I've I've got to lose this. Okay, the answer, yeah, is Rocky, uh, and the immovable object steps up because he runs up the steps. And he's an immovable object. Uh, in it's Rocky. <sighs> in Philadelphia, yeah, where there's a statue erected to him, and that was the. Oh. Again, it was. Not the easiest one to get in tin whistle terms, to be honest. No, actually, to be fair, I know what you mean by I could uh, rock makes sense there. I think I just my brain was just not. I just I I resigned myself that if it's not Batman, I'm never going to get this. So four out of five is amazing. I'm happy with that. I was actually very nervous early on that I was maybe going to get only one. So <laughs> we, we worked them out. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. That was another edition of uh, totally nondescript. Excellent work, buddy. Like really top drawer that that's 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 the that's the finest bourbon in the mix there now that's a high concept material there Hmm. 100 okay well i think we have uh, one more section before we close out and we'll just give this about a minute or two away but i think it's definitely worth talking about this is just a waste of time but that's what we're doing in general i think um this is uh this world famous segment this legendary segment uh called hey ross hey ross look at these so i've sent ross his video and he just has to just a random video from a film or uh, an observation or something or like a famous person. He just has to talk me through what he's witnessed. So, <laughs> so, so Rob sent me sent me a video before this, uh, and it's actually from what I would consider, in a way, I won't say famous film, but I would say infamous film. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, called Samurai Cop, and the YouTube clip was called Worst Dialogue Ever. <laughs> And wow, it did not disappoint, if I'm going to be honest with you. It's about, the, the, the short clip is just about a nurse. They're in, they're in, like, there's, there's two cops, and it's obviously going for very like lethal weapon. There's like a Riggs type and a Murtaugh type. And uh, they're there talking to this nurse about what happened to a guy. And she says he can't talk because his lips are burnt. And you see like the body like wrapped up in like full oh. bandages and like blood on the eyes and blood in the mouth. And it's actually quite horrific. And then oh. instantly instantly for no reason it just turns into flirting between the uh, Riggs character and the nurse aggressive and just oh aggressive like and it's it's not even from him in a way it's from her because she just instantly turns on and says do you want do you like what you see and he says yeah said, do you want to touch it and it just goes from there to this like crazy like seedy oh I don't like the size of your you know member stuff and she touches his junk and it's and like all this while this, all this hideous stuff is going on the, the other cop is like giving these kind of like <laughs> ooh <laughs> there's banter going on eyes when it's like no this isn't banter this is this is filth like I, I, I mean at one point she's like do you want to fuck me and he like picks up her statics to go up and says bingo into it it's like what are you doing here other cop arrest somebody here <laughs> the bingo bit like it it just it goes from like they're going there to, to that room to like figure out what happened to your man and see what the story is 
<laughs> just goes into this amazingly aggressive hitting session. But then the nurse kind of flips the script in a weird way. And she's like, I want bigger. And then, like, it, you're right, it keeps cutting to the other cop. And he's, he just, just keeps cutting to him making these faces. So every time they're just like, all right, we're going to need you to make faces for about five minutes. And we'll just kind of chop that, that, that little clip up and keep cutting back to it then. Whenever we need to break up the dialogue with one of your kind of reactions. Because it's that trope. It's like that's not that movie trope of like, oh, oh, they're getting like sexual attention. And the other cop is like, oh, oh yeah. But it's just the fact that the, the, the banter is so full on. You're like, and like you just saw like a grotesque body with like blood all over its <laughs> eyes and its mouth. And you're like, oh, uh, come on. Like, oh, it's rank. It is rank. It's hilarious. It's brilliant though. It is. And the dialogue is just so christ like jesus oh, it's so do you want to oh, did you get it and she's like did you get a circumcision oh yeah a doctor performed it not a good doctor that's why you have doctor's insurance <laughs> what is happening here because they're, they're saying very mundane things and trying to make it sound aggressively sexual it just doesn't work it's it's outrageous it's like i said it's that it's that trope filtered through a system that doesn't get like subtlety or nuance at all so it's just like she wants his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who's the guy that wrote that? And like, how did he get to those? How did those, how did that go from pen to paper? Like, how did he yeah. get to that point? This is like, he's like, yeah, this is where this scene is going. And this makes perfect sense. It's more like, it's more like Always Sunny in Philadelphia's skit of Lethal Weapon than it is actually like Lethal Weapon. And that's the best part of it. Like, That's an amazing, amazing comparison. What a note to end it on. But yeah, I, Ross will probably tweet that and people can have a look at it. You will cringe from start to finish. It's appalling. It's amazing is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well then, I guess I guess we're pretty much at the end of the show. There's just one thing I do want to say before we go on that I know there's a listener, uh, Kurt Smith, who's been, he's been kind of sick recently and look, bud, just sending you positive thoughts. I know, I think he's on, he's on the kind of the cusp of getting out of it and stuff like that. That's good. And his family were a bit sick too. But look, just giving you our thoughts, buddy, that we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're rooting for you. Wishing you the best. And you know what they say? Everybody Kurtz. So. Everybody Kurtz. Yeah. Anyway, it's probably a, probably a weird joke to make when somebody's sick, but they're all, they're all, well, all I, the you, outside. Well, you assured me they were on the mend. They, they, they are. They said they're on the mend. Don't worry about it. But yeah, look, guys, that's that's the end of the show. So thanks for listening. Thank thanks for sticking with us, Rob. Where can the people find us? Oh, across a schmigasbord of locations. Hey. Dare I say. You don't mind if I do. Don't mind if I bloody do. Oh, all over the, the podcast realm. You can find us on SoundCloud, Google Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podtail, Podnation, Podchaser is the place where you find Podnation, I think, is the website. Uh, capunderstands.com. You'll find us there. What else is there? What else is there? Oh, the Twitter at Cap Understands. Ross curates that magnificently. And uh, you can also email us at the lads at Cap Understands, which is just a fun thing that we set up for fun. Yeah, and, people, and we've got a few emails. We've discussed them on the show. Also, there's a brand new um, thing called, uh, app called Cephalopod. All just for podcasts. And yeah, Cephalopod. And we're on it. We're on there. Even when you got, <laughs> How does that yeah. happen? <laughs> if you go to that cool iTunes little little picture when you download it, we're even on the picture to download it. So there you go. I well, how about that? Cephalopod. 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 Schmigs and cephalopods. Hoping I'm saying that name right. It's probably wrong now. I should have done my homework. Anyway, look, with that, with that re- revelation that I'm probably wrong about the name I just said, all that's left to say, Ooh. and I'm going to get it right this time, I sure. promise. <laughs> I've got it with that. Is that I've been Ross. Oof, I thought you were going to mess it up. And I've been Rob. And this has been... Uh, I understood that reference. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I nearly forgot the name of the show there for a second. I was so distracted with your own... <laughs> with your own delivery. Been... I forgot what I was supposed to say. You were like hoping me along. He can get his name right. He can do it. He can do it. But I did it. 